and you know what nothing has to be fake about it like it just is a conversation it just is what it is Today, we talk about things happening for you instead of to you and a lot about radical responsibility. Today's guest is Cecile Washington. She is a mindset and business coach and also a multiple business owner. She's fantastic, honest, and super truthful. Enjoy. Today's episode is brought to you by Ellie's Little Bows. Little bows inspired by tiny humans. Uh, And just so you know, I have totally been wearing some of Charlie's too. You need to go on and check her out uh, on Instagram. She has incredible stuff. She has a going bananas line right now, which I think everybody can totally relate to. Uh, They're awesome. They're cool. They're extremely well made. They are the best scrunchies that you could ever have. I cannot recommend enough that you go and check uh, check this girl out. So, it's at Ellie's Little Bows on Instagram, E-L-L-E-S-L-I-T-T-L-E-B-O-W-S. I'm just going to dive right into it, guys. This is my first podcast and my first podcast recording at that. So I am super thankful to be doing it uh, here with a friend of mine, uh, with Cece. And uh, I'm really excited to kind of get get into it with her. She is full of wisdom and will be able to kind of drop some truth bombs, if you will. So um, I guess, Cece, if you just want to introduce yourself quickly to, to everybody and say hi. Hi everyone, my name is Cece. I am a multiple six-figure business owner and a business mindset coach and I will definitely be dropping some truth bombs like the fact that Margie's really nervous right now and we had a 10-minute conversation about how much she wanted to vomit before we started this conversation and she's probably shitting her pants a little bit in this moment as I say this. 100% accurate. (laughs) Which is good, which is very, very good. So getting out of that comfort zone, baby. Absolutely. <laughs> which is exactly what this is what this is all about, right? Yeah, um, totally. A hundred percent. Ultimately, every yeah, I mean, anybody could be on this podcast. The whole the whole point of this is to really talk about wh- what are the small things, the small changes, the habits, and kind of what got you there, um, and what really what really drove it. So um, a lot of it, you know, is it's based on it's based on little changes that people made and that's exactly why it's called above mediocre it's not about living uh at 90 percent where you can't find a steady flow uh it's all about living at whatever your baseline is and being able to build off of it and use your energy reserves when you need them and your knowledge and your education kind of Mm -hmm. self-education from there so Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. uh Last week, I was super, super lucky. Um, Cece hosted an incredible digital summit. Thank you, COVID. Everything is online right now. Uh, (laughs) Awesome. She had about three speakers every single day um, and just strong, powerful women kind of coming on, sharing their story and all different things, which is really, really cool. So yeah, totally. be, Be sure to check that. I guess you don't have one of those right now. Well, they can still join the group. True. And everything's still there. Okay. So they can still join the group if they want to. It's called Badass Bosses Club on Facebook. You can search it and all of the presentations are still there. So if you're interested, please come and join the group. Literally people's lives were changed. Yeah. It like, was, actually, uh, like actually. <laughs> it was 
It was honestly, it was fantastic. So yeah. I, CC's was on Saturday morning and 9 a.m. tends to be the time that I get a chance to break away from the kids and go have a shower. So <laughs> what I did is I had her live completely going while I was having my shower. And yeah, you did, girl. <laughs> so that is how I got to engage her at that. So while, while experiencing it, um, you know, CC was really talking about the whole thing was based on the worst week of your life is, is kind of what stemmed your conversation. And as as I was hearing it, I was thinking to myself, there, there's absolutely no way that I can't have you on to, to share that story and share that experience uh, that you had. So I will well, let good. you know. I hope that that story made you kind of go, Greg, I need to start this podcast so I can enlighten the world with all these people's stories. <laughs> <laughs> or I at least hope this summit like put you into like, like go mode. Like I really need to fucking do this now and stop thinking about doing it. Yes. And that was absolutely, that's really what it came down to. And it was just, it, um, it really came down to stop, stop waiting and start doing. Oh God. Yeah. Yeah. That's like how it actually works. Like getting things done. It happens by you actually doing them. There's no way around that. It's, uh, it was awesome. It really was. So, uh, if you wish, would you be able to share that kind of story with your, with everybody? Yeah, I can, I can totally. So I, I tell this story a lot because I mean, in hindsight, I've had lots of shitty weeks in my life and there's of course lots of things that still happen to this day that, you know, I could tell stories about, but this one week in particular, which I also have a podcast about it. And I get a lot of traction on that one because people really resonate with it. And I tell the story all the time. So, um, oh, it was like, we're going on almost four years ago. And like, there was a bunch of shit that happened leading up to that week, which I will tell very quickly. Um, okay. So we go out to Manitoba every year. You know that we go out to Manitoba. We come home where we were there for two weeks. We come home. Our cat's sick. Cause I have six cats. Yes. Crazy cat lady. Totally fine with it. Judge me. I don't care. One of our cats um, was sick. So we take him to the vet and actually found out he has diabetes. Enzo, he has diabetes. So we're like, oh my God, that sucks. Like, then they started talking to us, which I didn't talk about this on Saturday. They talked to us about like the options to put him down. <laughs> I was like, I'm not gonna put my cat down. Like, we're gonna treat it. So we find out that my cat has diabetes. Then the very next day, we get a call from Matt's mom in like at like four o'clock in the morning. And Matt's dad has just been rushed to the hospital because he had a seizure or two, couple seizures. So then Mac goes to the hospital and then, um, the, 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 like during the day, so like Mac goes to the hospital, I have to go to work that morning and, uh, Matt calls me and we find out that Rick has brain cancer. As I was leaving the shop that day to go to the hospital and see Rick, my landlord comes up to me with a letter and hands me a letter saying that he's going to be raising my rent. So I run back into the shop and I calculate it out really quick. It was like 73% or something ridiculous like that. It was 73.4%. And um, this is in my commercial space. And I was like, my God, like, what the hell am I going to fucking do? So I can't think about that. I go to the hospital and we see Rick and yes, it's brain cancer, but so we come home from the hospital and then I spend that entire freaking weekend trying to find a new 
space to run my business in because I, I'm sorry, but I am not going to be strong armed by some fucking asshole. And, um, to staying somewhere because he thought I would just pay the money. He thought I would just pay the money and that would be that. And, and, uh, like, no, I wasn't going to do that. I don't think he thought I was ballsy enough to pick up my entire business and move it, but he was wrong. (laughs) So I found a new space. And then we started a major salon renovation. In that time, we found out that Matt's dad um, was not going to beat brain cancer. So he was dying. Um, We were in the middle of a salon renovation. And then my grandmother passed away. My dad's mom passed away. And, um, I was on a business trip in California and I'm back and forth trying to like get like stuff done with the contractor. And it was just freaking crazy. So we go through, you know, all these crazy stuff. And then we open up just in time for like our crazy busy season. It was just nuts. Totally, totally crazy. Anyways, we moved to the space. It's beautiful. It's awesome. We have this gorgeous new space. Things seem to be calming down. Except Matt's dad is still dying. In January, um, Matt's dad passed away from brain cancer and it was horrible because the week before he died, I had hurt my back and I couldn't go see him the entire week because I couldn't walk. So then he dies on a Monday and then the next day, because I hadn't been at work like the whole week before, I had to go to freaking work. And then uh, the next day after that, I go to the bathroom and I was bleeding. And you're thinking, oh, ew, why is she telling us that? Well, I was actually pregnant. So I start bleeding and I'm like, oh, great, like great. So I ended up in the hospital and I, I had a miscarriage. And it was something we were so looking forward to because we just had had like months worth of <laughs> shit happen to us. And, um, it was horrible. So I had a miscarriage and then of course, you know what? I run a business. I, I need to be there. And I had to go to work the next day. And before I go to work, Matt's mom's calling me and she's, she, she doesn't know what to do. She, uh, she doesn't know, should she have a funeral, a celebration of life? This is like, I like, I'm like losing my mind because, I had just suffered a loss and I had suffered two losses as well because me and Rick were very close, like very close. And, um, then I had this miscarriage and Diane's calling me and like, of course I can't say I can't help you because you know, I just had a miscarriage. Yeah. Yeah, Like I get it. Yeah. You know, she just lost the love of her life. Like, so, and I'm not saying that what happened to me is irrelevant because it is, but at the same time, like, I can't put that on her too. So of course I help her get everything and make all these plans. And then right after that, like Matt's sister was calling me and I'm complaining that she should have been involved in the conversation. And I'm thinking to myself like, well, Matt's mom phoned me. Like I didn't know what I was supposed to do. So that just added fuel to the fire that day, but I had to go to work. I had to go to work. I had to show up for my people, my clients, my business. I had to go. And then three days after that, someone quit. (laughs) Someone who I thought was one of my best girls quit. And I, I was just like, 
oh my God, like what is happening to me? What is happening to me? Why is this happening to me? I don't understand why this is happening to me. Everything is happening to me. And that was literally what I was thinking, like a victim. And people are probably thinking, oh my God, I feel so bad for this girl right now. But I want people to know that it's actually okay that all of these things happened to me, for me, because they happened for me. (laughs) They did not happen to me. And when I look back at all of those things that happened were really just things. They put me in the right direction of life. You know what I mean? Absolutely. And, um, now when I look back at all those things, like, yeah, it was shitty. And a lot of people would have experienced those things in their lives and they would be paralyzed and it would make them quit or whatever. And I look back because now if, if I didn't have to move the salon, I wouldn't have the most beautiful space now. It's just absolutely beautiful. I mean, our other space was great too, but like this one is beautiful. The rent is cheaper. Like everything is better. Like everything is better there. And, um, the landlord is amazing. And my other landlord was just, he was not. And then, um, Rick's, Rick would be suffering. He would be suffering from brain cancer and it would be horrible if he was still trying to cling on to some kind of life. If I didn't have the miscarriage, I would not have Molly. Cause now I have a daughter and she's amazing. Who was sharing Fruit Loops before we started this. So that was nice. Of her. Who ate, was eating Fruit Loops. And I will tell you, she tried to force feed me one and I didn't take it. So you would be very proud of me. I am, absolutely. <laughs> I was like, mommy can't have that. Um, and then if, if this person that quit, which in hindsight, like I look back and I'm like, you were useless anyway. Um, if she didn't quit, I wouldn't have Alicia who now is like my like second top earner in the, in the business. And she is like a fire employee. She's amazing. She makes me so much money and like that I wouldn't have searched for someone because I spent that whole weekend searching, like messaging everyone and their mom. Like, do you know someone, do you know someone, do you know someone, do you know someone? And I wasn't going to stop until I had someone. I was living in Saskatchewan and you messaged me. Did I? Yeah. I was yep. messaging everyone and their mom. Do you know someone? Cause you just don't know who knows who, like you just never know. And the person that um, ended up referring her to me was uh, just some random hairstylist that had added me on Facebook a while, like prior and connected me with Alicia and um, Alicia's still with me to this day. And she's probably, probably made me like over a hundred thousand dollars. So I look back at that week and, and if all of those things didn't happen, I wouldn't be right here in this moment. I wouldn't be. And that's it. Like, it's all like, you can look back at those moments and you can let them ruin your life. Or you can look back at those moments and you can completely reframe your thoughts around them and let them like charge you. Which is also, and I think it's exactly that, right? It's the reframing of your thoughts. You had two of the exact same thoughts. This is happening to me and this is happening for me. The outcome was the same. Yes, they're the same. And in the moment, you're going to 
be in victim mode. You're gonna be in, this is happening to me, this isn't fair, blah, 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 blah. But most people stay there. Yeah, and I think that's important to note that it's okay to be there when these things happen. You're not yes. saying to people when a loved one passes on or you have a miscarriage to buck up, pull like you're not saying you need no, to No, be, because you know, I'm not saying I didn't feel. I did feel, but there are things that I needed to do in my business. And I know for a fact, like Rick would not have wanted me to stay home and cry all day. He would have wanted me to go to work the next day. He just would have. I know that. And like... I have a responsibility, number one, from to myself and to my people to show up for them no matter what. And that's just it. I, I'm not saying I never felt or didn't feel, but like other things were happening in people's lives that were equally as important, you know? So what, what do you find is the easy, not the easiest way, but what, what kind of advice could you give somebody who's kind of maybe going through something like that. And it could be on a really small scale, right? Or it could be on a massive scale. Everyone, you know, how do you start to get out in front of that? I think like the biggest thing is knowing that like we choose how we feel. Like it truly is a choice. Like I can choose to wallow in self-pity and sit here and complain and just stay paralyzed in that moment Or I can continue to become who I know I'm capable of being and not let that moment paralyze me. It's like making a choice and knowing that the choice is available to you and not being like, I, I can't do this and I can't do that. And all these things happen to me. And this is why I can't do anything because that's bullshit. Like you either stay exactly where you are or you move forward. And I talked about this in my podcast the, the other day. When you look at people, you ever meet those people? And if you know people like this, stay away from them. That are like, well, if I didn't have any bad luck, I wouldn't have any luck at all. Yes. Yes. You know people like that? Absolutely. And they're like a certain kind of people. There are certain kind of people. And they're actually right that they always have bad luck because they literally call it into like their world by constantly focusing on what they don't have or what they don't want to happen. Yeah. Versus making it a choice of what you do want and how you can get it. Learning from that thing that happened for you or what you may think at this moment is happening to you. You need to have the emotional intelligence to process it, see it for what it is and learn from it and do something different the next time. Absolutely. Yeah. That's really like all, like some people can do it faster than others. I just can reframe very quickly because I've programmed my mind to be that way. And I think, I I don't know, maybe not in your experience, but a lot of people's it's, you know, it's not about making it perfect right out of the gate either. You may still react the first time and then you recognize that you've done it and you can learn from that. And then you can take, you can take those slow steps. This isn't, you're not correcting 20, 30, 40, 50 years, depending on who you are, yeah. you're, you're, you're changing existing habits, right? And, yeah. and that's like how literally. you're thinking. And it, it's okay that you don't get it right the first day or you're yeah. getting it right for three months. And then all of a sudden you, you feel like you've slipped up, but you haven't, you're just, you're yeah. just adjusting again. Yeah. And I think this is like huge when it comes to, and I, I talk about this is you can react as who you are right now in that moment or you can respond as the next level version of yourself. Like here is this vision I've created for myself and my life. 
and how can I respond to this situation as that person? Because as soon as that's how you raise your vibration, people are like, I'm high vibe, but they don't even know like what that even means. Like they think it's just like they're smiling. So they're high vibe. But what that actually means is like, you have this vision, you know what you want this person to be like, feel like be, do have, you know, all the things that you want her to have and how you, how she would respond in this moment. And you, and you do that, you, you respond to that way. Like next level me would not have not spent the whole weekend trying to find a new stylist to work for me. Next level me would not have tried to find a new space to run my business in. I mean, she would have done that. That's why I did those things because that's the next level version of me. That's why I did that. I did that because that's what the next level version of myself would have done. That's what she would have done. She wouldn't have sat there like my life's ruined and now I have to pay all this rent and no one's going to come work for me. Like, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. My future self would not have done that because that's not where I want to see my life going. Yeah, absolutely. I think, and it's true. It's really important. It's okay. And like you're, you were saying, it's okay to have had those thoughts, yes, but then what, it. then what are you going to do with that now that you have it? Yes. Right. So and, yeah, I think that's, that's definitely the most important. Yeah. And that's the an answer that people don't like to hear it. They totally don't true. like to admit that they have a choice. They don't like to admit that like they are the reason that they are stuck. It has nothing to do with anyone or anything. We choose that. That is a choice. I, I think that's, it is so important. I think it's one of my favorite things I've ever seen. And it's, uh, as you know, I'm a big advocate of, of mental health and I love it. And I love yeah, like, bringing yeah, yeah. awareness to it. But one of my most favorite things that I ever saw was your mental health does not give you permission to be a dick. And yeah. I absolutely loved it. Um, I, there's so much value in it. What your mental health, I, yeah, I get that you can't control it, but doing something about it, you mm-hmm. can control. And yeah. you can either decide to say that it's okay that I treat my friends and family like garbage because I have depression, or you can try to make adjustments and you can try to, to and those adjustments might not just be how you're reacting to people. It could be as simple as maybe it's time to see a doctor. Maybe you need medication. Maybe you need oh, to... Thanks look at, you know, working out to start to increase your endorphins. Maybe there's tons of different things that you can start to do to make better long lasting changes. And it's a choice to do so. We have the choice to do so. And the reason things don't work out for us is just because we stopped trying. There's just no other reason. Like we just stopped trying. And, and I know, you know, I talk about this all the time, like with any sort of like lifestyle change or diet or something like that, like the diet works, the lifestyle change works. What doesn't work is you not doing it. Absolutely. Like the MLM company that you joined, it works. They work. That's why there's multi, multi million dollar people in these companies making millions of dollars. The reason it didn't work for you is because you stopped trying and you quit. Absolutely. That's the only reason it's not because it's a scam. It's not because the business model doesn't work. It's because you didn't work it. Yeah. And it's okay if it's not the right one for totally. you. Totally. But don't blame, blame. It on anything else except for the fact that it wasn't for you and you stopped doing it. Oh, and it doesn't work. Yes, it does. Yeah. It works. You stopped trying. Yeah. That's like with diets. Like I dieted for years and years and years and years and years and years and, years and always went back, right? 
and I, but I knew it was me. <laughs> like I was never like, Oh, this one doesn't work or this one doesn't work or that doesn't work. It's like, no, I decided that I would rather eat 18 bags of candy instead yeah. of a salad. True. It's like with you, when I eat something bad, well, why do you do that? Cause I, cause it was there and it looked delicious. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like that is it. Radical responsibility for my mistakes and how I learn from them. Absolutely. And I think that's the most important thing that people can, can truly take away from all this. It's, it's, it doesn't make you a bad person for it. And it doesn't make you a bad person. You know, you don't need to have an excuse if you don't want to hang out with a friend. If you just kind of say it, be polite about it. Right. You don't have to be rude. You don't have to be mean. You don't have to hide from them. And it doesn't make you a bad person, but we, I think we live in this, this, age of one side or the other and yeah we're having a really hard time people are having a hard time and they decide that if they don't do something right well then they failed which is not the case at all because if you talk to any successful entrepreneur if you talk to anybody who lost tons of weight or have changed your lifestyle or have started to work out a ton more than they yeah. used to it it's a ton of falling down and picking yourself back up Oh gosh, yeah, like forward. I'm almost down 85 pounds and um, like the last almost 20 of it is from your company. But before that, it was two years, almost two years of like do really, really, really good and then eat pizza for two weeks or and then get back on. Like that's the thing. Like if I had just not got back on, that would be my fault for not following through and just not continuing. But, but also giving myself grace and not being like, you can't do this. Well, I know I can do it. I fucked up. I got back up. Yeah. It's, it's, you know, we hear that all the time. People, well, I know, I know I just need to eat well. Sure. Sure. We all know fruits and veggies and good proteins are all healthy things to have in our lives. We, We all know that. But that's like telling somebody that has severe depression to just be happy. If you smile, it'll be fine. Yeah. No. Um, it's, it's just not the way things work. So when you're looking at something like that and when you're really trying to, to make an actual lifestyle change, because honestly, losing weight is easy. Losing fat and changing your lifestyle is hard work. Well, um, and that's the thing, changing your lifestyle. There's, not so, there's no such things as diets. It doesn't work because you stopped doing the diet, which means you didn't change your lifestyle. You went back to your old habits that got you to exactly where you were when you weren't fucking happy. Yeah. It's all habits. Yeah. It's all habits and it's all like, it's all on you. That's it. That is it. And it's, you know, and we always try to encourage people to, to see why. And in yeah. your case, it's because I just really wanted that cookie and that's fine. Um, and that's yeah, and then I eat case. a salad for dinner. Like I don't keep eating cookies all day and I don't yes. like beat myself up about it. Like, yeah, I ate a cookie. I ate a cookie. Cool. I'll have a salad for dinner. <laughs> and I think that's so important for anybody to know that it's not a bandwagon, right? Like it's not about jumping on and off things. No. Um, it, it's just about making your next choice and that it's really that's the changes. And it, it's like, you're saying, give yourself grace. You know, when, you, when I'm talking to clients and we look way back and it's when they were growing up, maybe they didn't have a lot of money growing up and there was a lot of mouths to feed. So when food hit the table, they ate it and they ate it fast. Yeah. That, and that's yeah, like, you got to remember work on you that. saying that. And I looked back and I was like, I don't know. I don't really have anything. I just really have a sweet tooth. I love sweets. I love sweets. Like it's just, 
I do. I just like them. I don't know yeah. why. <laughs> I have sweet tooth. But yeah, that's the biggest thing is like knowing that you fucked up and that you can fix it. Yeah. And that's it. No one else can fix it. People are like, oh yeah, it'd be so much easier if my boyfriend or whatever would do it. It's like, no, it's just as hard. <laughs> it's just as hard. It's not easier when your boyfriend does it. It's equally as difficult. Yeah. It's all hard. No matter what the change is, whether it's diet, a change in your business, a change in your life, you have to decide to be uncomfortable doing it. Like you doing this. Yes. Wildly uncomfortable and nervous. Yeah. Wildly uncomfortable. And I, it's like, I say this all the time, those freaking internet memes, like you gotta be, get, you gotta be uh, comfortable or gotta be comfortable getting uncomfortable because good things happen outside of the comfort zone. And people just don't say that just to say it. It's cause it's true. <laughs> It's because all the greatest things happen outside your comfort zone. It's just, that's just a fact. It's where they happen and it's scary and it makes you want to vomit a little bit. And that means that a major up level is coming in your life. Just what it means. It, just, it does. Yeah. That's awesome. So then the other thing I know that you've mentioned to me a ton of times was way back in, I shouldn't say way back in your day. I apologize. Well, I mean, I, I'm not a spring chicken anymore. So I was definitely in my twenties when this was happening. Yes. <laughs> But yet you used to be a massive gym rat. Yeah, I would go to the gym at like 6 a.m. for like two hours. And what what did you find that that brought you? Oh, nothing. It's just what I just what I did to be uh, like stay in shape. I just like actually hated going. I didn't even like it. I was like, yeah, well, I'm just gonna do this because I'm gonna just do this to stay in shape. And I actually was like I some people like get up and they're like I can't wait to go to the gym and I would wake up and be like why do I do this like oh why do I oh yeah it's because I like to like look this way and I like to just like to look a certain way and then I, I felt good and I looked great but I actually just hated going to the gym like I hated it it was not cool at all like I don't know I just didn't like it so um I stopped going, obviously, because then, you know, got fat. Um, <laughs> I just, uh, I don't really want to say I stopped caring, but um, as you get older, <laughs> I don't know, like, what the age group is that's listening to us right now, but, like, as you get older, you can't, like, you can't, like, eat two Big Macs and not gain a pound. Like <laughs> you can eat two Big Macs and gain four pounds. Uh, so yeah. I, I stopped doing like working out or and like eating properly and all that stuff. And I got really big, but it happened over like the course of like, I want to say like eight or eight or nine years. Mm -hmm. It took me a long time, but I got over 200 pounds, over 200 pounds. And, uh, when I had Molly, I was almost up to 220 and I was not healthy. I'm not tall. I'm like not tall Four eleven and a half. That half counts. Cause it puts me closer to five feet. And when I have shoes on, I'm five feet tall, <laughs> but not a 200 pound frame. <laughs> yeah. Like I was considered morbidly obese, but the thought was, oh, now I got to go back to the gym. And I paid for a gym membership for almost two years and didn't go. 
I didn't go. I, I hate a lot the of and relate to that. Yeah, hate the gym. Yeah. So what a waste of freaking money, like hundreds of dollars. Actually, I was probably more than two years, probably like five that I paid for this membership and maybe went like seven times. And every time I was there, I'm like, I hate this. Why am I going to hate this? I don't like this. I don't want to do this. So when I had Molly, I was like, I do not want to be this person anymore. I don't like to feel my legs hurt. My ankles hurt. My, I could, couldn't shop anywhere. Nothing fit me. Like it was just getting to the point where it was affecting my mental health. And, um, I just made a decision to start, um, like the most of the weight that I lost at first was from keto Mm -hmm. and dirty keto. Like, I think I only did strict for like two months and, um, I was able to lose, um, geez, almost 70 pounds, 70 pounds on my own, just from eating better and walking with Molly twice a day, once in the morning, once in the afternoon. Yeah. That's it. That's all I did. I didn't run. I didn't lift weights. I didn't like do, I do not enjoy that. And I just don't, I'm never going to have a six pack again because I had a baby and I have a lot of hanging skin now. (laughs) And I was like 200 pounds. Right. So like, it's not, I'm never going to have that again. And it's coming to terms with that and being okay with it. Number one. And knowing I don't like to go to the gym. I don't want to do that. It's a, to me, it's a waste of time. And I, I had that time with Molly, just walking twice a day. Which is so nice, yeah. Yeah, so nice. Now, that probably wouldn't happen because she won't sit in a stroller, so. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't get better. No, no, it doesn't. So, yeah, I think that, like, everyone knows that you can go to the gym all you want. But if, if, you're, if you're, like, still eating crap, it won't matter. Yeah. And if you really hate going to the gym and you just eat right and go for walks, you can get where you want to go. Absolutely. Yeah. You can get where you want to go. Or when you find out what's triggering your body, like I am right now, and it's blowing my <laughs> <mind>. <laughs> It's like, oh, I can't eat this crap. Yeah. Yeah, that'll happen. That will happen. <sighs> but yes. in the best way, like in the best way. And then I know when I'm eating something that I know is going to trigger me, then I'm making that choice. You're setting expectations and that's the most important. And that's the biggest thing. It's not saying don't ever do it. It's just know know what happens when you do. Know what happens when you do. Make the choice and that's fine. It's a choice. Everything you do is a choice. Absolutely. Yeah. It really truly is. (laughs) Yes. Very, 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 very true. So (laughs) that's awesome. So if there is, whether it's in business, personal life, um, kind of your, your experience in losing weight, whatever, what is your one non-negotiable habit that you have in life? I think that when it comes to like from my personal personal growth kind of thing, like weight loss wise, because I can say both, um, is like have a vision for your for your health life and know number one that it's possible and show up for yourself and give yourself grace when you fuck up because you will. But don't use that fuck up as like an excuse for I can eat 18 pizzas now, like eat the pizza, enjoy the pizza, eat a salad after like, like know that it's your choice to hop back on and don't quit. Like, and that was something that was the, the reason I struggled with my weight for so long. And it was something that bothered me because I had every goal in my life. Yeah. You're a very in control person. 
every goal I hit in my life, I reach every single one, but I couldn't do it with my health. And something snapped in me one day. And it was when I had Molly, like, what are you doing? Like, how can you have the life that you want and not do that one thing? So be consistent and know that that vision, whatever it is, it's, it can happen for you. It can happen for you. You can have it too. And, and don't quit when you eat a pizza. <laughs> don't quit when you eat something that you know you shouldn't have eat. Don't feel guilty. Mm-hmm. Don't do that. Like that's the biggest thing is give yourself grace. Give yourself, it's okay that this happened, but I'm not going to let it you know, take me over. And then when it comes to business, and I know this is something that you repeat to yourself that I have said to you is like businesses work when you work them. Mm -hmm. If there's some sort of business that a, that you're going after, or maybe you own a business or whatever it is, is like continuously show up as the person you want to become. Always, always show up, always show up powerfully and as you like no one else don't be like what you think people want you to be just be you I think that's perfect that is always my message is just be yourself people love me and hate me for the same reasons and I don't care either way yeah just don't and people will either grow with me or they'll grow away from me and either way I don't care yeah absolutely (laughs) like it's just how it is it's just like as you grow, people will either grow with you or grow apart from you and just be okay with being exactly who you are. That's awesome. So where can our listeners find you? Um, I have, well, I mentioned I have my uh, Facebook group. It's a private community. Sorry, boys. It's for women. Um, it is called Badass Bosses Club. And also on Instagram at Cecile J. Wash. And if you want to reach out to me personally, if you have a question about personal growth or, co- or my coaching or anything, um, you can email me directly at Cecile at badassbosscoach.com. Perfect. And we'll be sure to link all that in the show notes as well. So everybody can easily, easily yeah. grab you and on yeah. Instagram too, to yeah. make it. Oh, and I have a podcast too. It's called business is a game. Yes. Yeah. Makes and sense. I am not as organized and as amazing as Margie. I literally speak what comes out of my face and that is what you get. <laughs> there is no thought process behind any of it. <laughs> yes. It's much different than my like five pages of notes. So yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> it's usually I go for a drive for 20 minutes and I speak into my phone and then I post it. That is it. <laughs> awesome. That's perfect. <laughs> yep. That's all I do. <laughs> Awesome. Well, thank you so much. I really, I honestly, I can't tell you how much I appreciate it, especially for dealing with my, my nervousness and first time. So. But before we leave, how do you feel now? Better. She's like, so better. Still shitting my pants. But yeah, I'm my palms are still sweaty, but I don't feel like I'm going to be sick anymore. So that's a great <laughs> start. Well, hello again. Hi there. These are always going to be weird, and I feel like they're so fake. Anyways, let's move on from that because it's <laughs> terrible. Um, this is so. This is your second episode, correct? Correct. Okay. Now, tell me again, because 
one, I'm I don't listen to um, playback after or whatever. Correct. Yeah. Um, and I never will. Yeah. Um, so I literally just listen to each podcast just before we do this. Yeah, you listened to, like, the original recording. Okay. Yeah. So, was this your very first podcast you recorded? Yes. Like, ever. Okay. So, I'm just trying to go back from your first one and how nervous you were on your your first podcast with mm-hmm. Haley. Is this ten times worse? Yes. Okay. <laughs> okay. Does it show? A little bit. It was the crap that was ten minutes before. before. Okay, well, they're not going to hear the crap. Well, I had to endure it, so I feel like people need to know that you like to have a set of rules. Not rules, but you have a guideline. Mm-hmm. And boy, when it doesn't be, it's not met, you just get so flustered. After 10 years. It is just, the funniest thing. Now you're just recognizing it. The dogs are barking in the background. Sorry. Um, it's probably my online shopping addiction. Someone's probably from Amazon's here. It is a problem. <laughs> um so please, if you want to be a sponsor, now's a great time. Um, yeah. <laughs> no, but seriously, I was super, I was really, really, really nervous. And I know, like, yeah. I we know Cece very well. I, yes. I I talk to her every day. I am her nutrition coach. Yeah. Uh, you know, she's a client of High Peak, and I still just couldn't quite get there. That's okay. It's your second one. Yeah. You're going to have so many more. It's fine. Um, but anyways... Let's move on from that shit show. <laughs> Thanks. And yeah. <laughs> uh, let's get right into it. Okay. Um, so you had Cece on today. Yes, we both know her very well. We know mm-hmm. her husband, Matt, and her lovely, lovely, lovely daughter, Molly. Yes. Um, how do you think this this episode went? How do you how do you feel? How do you how did you um, react? I guess when she had her when she told her story. Did I put you on the spot pretty bad there? No, not at all. Okay. Um, truthfully, I think that, like, I was surprised the first time I heard her story. Because most of that happened when we were living out west. I honestly had no idea. Yeah. I had no idea. Um, like she said, we met. We met um, when, well, when Kyle got married. Yeah. Um, many, many years ago. In Punta Cana. In Punta Cana. Um, and, yeah, I honestly had no idea. Yeah. Um, and like she said, she doesn't want people feeling sorry for her. No. Um, but it, it's still, when, when you hear it, you just want to give her a hug. Mm-hmm. And I think the, like the biggest thing about it and the biggest takeaway about it is that she's not saying don't experience this, no. this stuff. She's not saying don't endure it. Don't, you know, don't just put on a happy face to try to get over it. But she is saying that you could, you can at some point reflect back and it's not staying in that, staying in that. Yeah. Place, so to speak, right? I think, and I truly think that that's the biggest takeaway for anybody is that horrible things happen, and it doesn't mean that the next day you need to pick yourself back up and brush off, but you can learn from it and yeah. you can continue to grow. Yeah. It's just like when, when we had Charlie and you guys were talking about your depression and you can either be an asshole or not. Um, those were, those were rough, uh, rough months. Um, mm-hmm. It was. <laughs> Yeah, well, it's it's rough for both people. Yeah, but I absolutely, mean, totally. I don't know. Um, it was uh, it was a difficult time for us, anyways. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I, I know you get through it, and it took a while. <laughs> <laughs> and now I'm just an asshole for well, And I'm just like, because I, well, like you're not an asshole all the time. Just from nine to five when we work together. Well, if you do better, then I will be less of an asshole. Okay. Well. 
this is your podcast, so <laughs> I'm hoping I only have to do this a couple more times because I have other things to do, like cut the grass. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm yeah. uh-huh. So, <laughs> you can tell this is going well. It's yeah, Monday, folks, well, so I, like, I don't even know where what to we're say. At, but. Anyways, she also said, remember, like, not when Cece said, but before you guys started this, you almost felt like you wanted to vomit. Mm-hmm. I feel like there was other times when you felt yeah, like you yeah, wanted yeah, to vomit. Yeah, 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 Do you yeah. want to just share that? The first time we went on a date, I threw up. Oh, go on. Because I was nervous. Because? Because I knew I was going to like you. Um, keep That's going. That's all. <laughs> That's it. Okay. <laughs> yeah, good talk. <laughs> well, I was hoping that was going to go in a different direction, but here we are. <laughs> Thanks, hon. Yeah, you're welcome. Um, but yes, so anyways, moving on, sorry. I guess with this podcast this this week, mm-hmm. um, it's totally different. Yeah. From, I think, well, especially from Haley, um, she knows what she wants and she gets it, man. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> she does not care who's in her way. Mm-hmm. She doesn't care who does what. She does it. And I think that's really admirable. Yeah. Is that I'm really bad with like big words, so um, I think that was a good. You one. don't have to spell it on here. You can just no, say it. It's fine. Like yeah. That, right. Yeah. Uh, but no, she she's an awesome woman. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed it as much as I did, honestly, because it was good. It was really good. It was her story is is totally different, um, but I think it relates to a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Um, I really do, and I I feel like a lot of people don't are not I'm embarrassed. I don't know if embarrassed is the right word, but very cautious on who they tell um their stories too so yes. um thank you cc for that yeah really truthfully thank no, you it was tons of fun so i uh i look forward to all the other ones to come can somebody please sponsor her so i can stop doing this thank you <laughs> sorry i said throw that out there you're a dick well on that note thanks everybody have a good day Thank you so much for listening to another episode of Above Mediocre. I hope that you have enjoyed it just as much as I have with doing it. So please be sure to follow me on Spotify uh, at Above Mediocre or on Apple uh, Podcasts. That would be fantastic if you could take a few minutes and just do a quick uh, rate and review, especially if you're enjoying it. Uh, But otherwise, you can always check us out at highpeaknutrition.com if you want to learn a little bit more about nutrition coaching and what we do. Otherwise, you can follow me on Instagram at Mergy underscore Richardson. All the information will be in the show notes uh, and uh, come on over, check us out, see what's going on and follow some updates. 